You're listening to Arirang Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, Jamie Lee. This is Humans of Jeju. Hi, Jamie. Hi. Yes. You're looking very lovely with your red You're staple hat. You're looking very lovely. Yes, How have you been? Well. Oh, pretty good. Good. Uh, yes. Was it a busy week or one of those normal weeks? Uh, half and half, half I think. And half? Yeah, half and half. Why do I get the feeling you were so busy that you're not sure? Uh, yeah, <laughs> half and half. Uh, but I do have something else coming up. So, oh, yeah. I see. So, a lot on your mind, A lot eh? on my mind. Okay, recently. well, one of the things that keeps you busy as well is that you're busy going around the island interviewing people yes. for us, right? So we had another inter- interesting interview. Uh-huh. I wonder who it's going to be. Can you tell us? Yeah, sure. So should we start? Yeah. Okay, so let's listen to today's Human of Jeju. 저는 성산읍 신천리에서 어, 유기견 8마리와 농사 조금을 짓고 있어요. 그 농사 지은 걸로 반려견 습식 사료를 만들고 있죠. Okay, can you explain who today's uh, guest is? So today's human of Jeju we're going to introduce is owner Jeonggi-hee, mm-hmm. uh, who lives in the Shincheonri village of Sangsanup area with eight stray dogs. Oh, wow, that's a lot of dogs. There, she cultivates um, organic crops and also makes dog food using her farm produce <gasps> as well. What a great idea. That is a lovely idea. I mean, she's taking care of eight stray dogs. That is quite impressive. Mm. Moreover, she even cultivates her own crops and produces dog food herself. I mean, I'm curious then, what led her to do such work? So she used to do a completely different job before coming to Jeju. Uh, for 29 years, she worked in the printing business within Hongik University. She mentioned that while doing so, all the university's printing had gone through her hands. Uh, it was a quite large business, and she said she had a prosperous life uh, economically in terms of profit. However, she suddenly decided to move to Jeju. So should we listen to the reason behind the decision first? Yes, please. Pretty please. 제주를 좋아해서요. 뭐 1년에 두 번씩 다니다가 친정 아버지께서 암이신데 마지막 소원이 제주에 살고 싶다고 그러시더라고요. 그 말, 아버지가 뭘 원하시는 분이 아닌데 그건 그렇게 원하셔서 그 말씀 듣자마자 바로 내려와서 제가 집을 샀죠. 하나 사서 아버지는 근데 아버지는 내려오시지도 못하고 돌아가셨어요. 그런데 이제 고등학교 1학년짜리, 중학교 2학년짜리 데리고 내려왔는데 다시 올라가고 싶은 생각은 없더라고요. 남들은 거꾸로 올라가는 시기에 아이들 때문에. 그런데 저는 올라가고 싶지 않아서 그냥 여기서 살게 됐어요. Can you please explain what she says? So, like many of our humans of Jeju, she mentioned that she had liked Jeju for a long time. Uh, she used to visit Jeju twice a year. Then, unfortunately, her father was diagnosed with cancer. Oh. Uh, she said her father's last wish was to live in Jeju. Originally, she said her father was not the type of person who asked for such desires. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing he wanted was to live in Jeju. So as soon as she heard those words, uh, she bought a house in Jeju. Mm-hmm. However, her father did pass away without being able to come down to Jeju mm-hmm. Island. Uh, but she had already moved to Jeju with her first-year high school and second-year middle school chi- uh, children. 
And even though the families usually moved to the mainland for their children's education, uh, it was the other way around for her. I see. So although she came to Jeju because of her father's wish, uh, even after he had passed away, she didn't want to go back to the mainland and decided to settle in. I see. So kind of in a way, her father's wish was a gift that brought her to Jeju. Then how did she end up forming connections with stray dogs in Jeju? So let's listen to what she mentioned first. 원래 육지에 있을 때는 뭐 강아지 한 마리는 키우긴 했지만 남들 키우는 듯이 그냥 아이들이 키우자고 해서 키운 거죠. 제가 좋아서 키운 건 아니에요. 그리고 육지에서 맨날 신고했어요. 개 풀려다니면 사람들한테 해가 끼친다고 이제 신고하고 별로 안 좋아했는데 제주에 와서 이제 혼자 사니까 우리 동생들이 큰 개를 키워보라 그래서 말라무트 두 마리를 키웠는데 그 아이들한테 제가 홀딱 빠진 거죠. 이제 너무 애들이 이뻐서 그러다가 이제 어그 아이들을 키우려고 그 집을 팔고 이제 조금 외진 데로 이사를 갔는데 그곳에 이제 강아지들을 이렇게 버리더라고요. 사람들이 그래서 한 마리 두 마리 거둔 게 여덟 마리예요. 지금 대형견으로만. 음. But they're so adorable. Mm. Can you please explain? So actually, when she lived on the mainland, she says she had no interest in dogs. Uh, although her family did raise a dog because her children wanted to, she honestly didn't have any interest in them. Uh, she didn't like dogs much and was even ready to report them if she saw like dogs roaming around the streets freely on the mainland, um, mm -hmm. thinking they could actually harm people. Oh, but how did she change after coming to Jeju? So moving to Jeju, she actually went through a divorce. Um, so now, although her children were still with her, she was starting a life on her own. Uh, living without her husband was a new experience for her. And during that time, her siblings suggested her to try raising dogs, mm. uh, especially big dogs. And that's when she started raising two uh, Malamutes, mm -hmm. which are type of s Siberian Huskies. Mm. And they're really impressive dogs. Um, as she took care of them, she said she completely fell in love with them mm. and took care of them with all her heart. Moreover, she even moved to a remote place to provide a better environment for them. Mm -hmm. But surprisingly there, she found that many people were deliberately coming to this remote area to abandon their dogs. Mm. So that's how she ended up rescuing one, two dogs at a time. And now she has eight of them and they're actually all large breeds. <gasps> That's amazing. I'm so glad that these dogs were able to meet their owner to take care of them. Mm. And they're, they're beautiful dogs, by the way. I saw the pictures on the YouTube chat and they're so pretty. Okay, well, I'm so curious to find out more. But, you know, I mean, looking at her case, it's kind of the opposite because, you know, it's amazing how people can change based on their living environment and experiences. Also, it's very fortunate that she has provided a home for these rescued dogs. Music, news, information, everything about Korea. Arirang, Arirang. Radio. So we were talking about today's human of Jeju named Jung Ki Hee, mm -hmm. who cultivates her own crops and makes dog food and also helps rescue stray dogs. Well, let's continue. What else can you tell us about her? Yes. So as she started her life on Jeju Island, this was when she began farming, which was a work that she's actually never done before. Oh. So let's listen to what she mentioned. 저는 이제 농사를 지으려고 그런 게 아니라 어떻게 하다 보니까 내가 농부가 돼 있고 이제 땅을 사다 사서 농부가 돼야지 그 땅을 살수 있었으니까 그래서 
그러다 보니까 농부가 되었고 전혀 이제 농약 같은 거는 전혀 치지 싶고 또 내가 제주까지 왔는데 그렇게 막뭐 뭐 이렇게 해결화된 삶이 살기 싫어서 그냥 풀도 메고며 그 농약 없이 그렇게 키웠죠. 그런데 이 상품 가치가 없는 거예요. 농약을 안 하고 막 이렇게 제가 잘 모르니까 그래서 친구들한테 나눠줬더니 친구들이 너무 너무 좋아하는 거예요. 너무 맛있다고 돌아가신 친정 엄마가 돌아오신 것 같다고. 그래서 저는 이제 야 나가 너무 힘들어서 그냥 땅 팔고 그냥 올라갈라 그랬더니 우리 친구들이 그거 먹는 맛에 저 오지 말래요. 제가 공항에서 막는데요. 제가 올라오면 그러다 보니까 이제 팔로는 없고 얘네들이 너무 못난이들이라 그래서 강아지들 이제 사료를 만들려고 만든 게 아니라 어느 날 뉴스에 얘네들 간식에 뭐좀 나쁜 성분 막 본드 같은 게 들어간다는 얘기를 들었어요. 그래서 아 그러면 내가 한번 만들어 봐야겠다 그래갖고 6개월 동안 육지로 나가서 이제 공부를 했죠. 나 왔다 갔다 하면서 반려동 간식을. 그래서 그 아주 사람도 먹기 힘든 유기농으로 애들 간식을 만들기 시작한 거죠. Look at that picture of the dog going like, oh, I want to eat that. <laughs> so cute, right? Oh, so cute. Tell us about her, what she just says. Yeah, so when she looked into buying land in Jeju, she found out that there are lands on Jeju that you could only purchase for farming purposes. So this was why she began farming. Uh, she had to farm on the land that she had purchased. Then starting farming, since she was living in Jeju, she mentioned she didn't want to use any pesticides for her farms. Mm -hmm. So she decided to farm organically uh, without any pesticides. But this end result gave her what we commonly call ugly crops. Mm. Uh, which she couldn't sell anywhere. So she ended up giving them as gifts to her friends. Mm -hmm. And because of the challenges in farming, she considered selling all the land and returning to the mainland. But what changed her mind at that time were the compliments that she received from her friends about the crops that she gave to them as gifts. Mm -hmm. So they all praised the taste of her produce and even said it felt like receiving food from their loving mother. Oh, yeah. So, so when she told her friends about giving up up and going back to the mainland they kind of warned her and said they would block her at the airport Aww. if she didn't continue farming oh that's so sweet so eventually that made her to decide to continue farming oh, okay very interesting story then how did she start making dog food with her crops so one day she came <laughs> across a news report that mentioned about harmful ingredients in commercial dog food mm -hmm. uh, she mentioned something about adhesive and harmful substances uh, that she heard about so after seeing Seeing the news, she thought that she would make healthy uh, dog food herself and went to the mainland to study how to make dog food for six months. Wow, that's amazing. So this was how she started making dog food using healthy organic ingredients that even people can often enjoy. That's a great mm. story. So she studied for six months on the mainland and what did she mainly study? So she says she studied nutrition for pets. Uh, particularly focusing on vegetables and nutritious food components for dogs. Her uh, ultimate goal is to create the best nutritional balanced dog food. Currently, the longest living dog in the Guinness World Records is 31 years old, she said. Oh, wow. And she mentioned that the secret behind the longevity is that the dog is being fed the same food as humans, except for rice. Uh-huh. Um, that is how the dog has become the longest living dog in the world. Mm -hmm. And... 
is still alive today. That's amazing. A dog that lived uh, 31 for 31 years, that's incredible. So feeding them nutritious food can indeed contribute to their longevity. Yes, yeah, so after hearing the story of the dog in the Guinness World Records, uh, she says she, gave, she gained more confidence that the dog food she wants to create is meant to be like human food, but specialized for dogs. Mm. So she currently runs a dog food store called Charongne Mongbapsang. That's such a cute name. Mong <laughs> uh, is like the Mong Mong. <laughs> what does Charong uh, mean? So before raising dogs, she mentioned that she operated a guest house, mm-hmm. and the name of it was Charong Guest House. Isn't that the Jeju? Basket? Yes, so charong means Mm -hmm. bamboo basket uh, in Jeju language. I got it. Since Jeju is a very humid place, Mm -hmm. um, people used to store food in bamboo baskets to prevent it from spoiling quickly. Oh, that's why it came about. Mm. So she found out that the role of the charong is very important and decided to use the name for her business as well. Uh Aha, that's so interesting. And how many years has she been farming so far? So she's been a farmer for 11 years now initially uh, initially she said she faced many challenges Uh, choosing the right crop was difficult and when typhoons wiped out all her crops one year she even felt despair Mm -hmm. Uh, so she constantly learned how to farm through youtube and agricultural technology institutes Mm -hmm. and now she's an 11 year veteran farmer who knows her way around the field okay so she makes dog food with crops that she works so hard to raise. Then how does she make dog food? So let's listen first to how she explained. Wow, I think she's really um, doing a good thing. Yes, so she uses vegetables that are organic as her ingredients to prioritize um, nutritional value. Uh So she especially selects vegetables that are good for dogs. Additionally, she includes Jeju unique wild sea plant called tot mm-hmm. to create a balanced nutrition mix. She then steam, uh, steams these collected ingredients without boiling or farther cooking. Mm-hmm. She mentioned that this process is incredibly uh, challenging. Mm. And for the meat, she removes the fat and, the, and steam it as well mm-hmm. at a high heat to minimize the loss of nutritional value. In fact, the joys in a dog's life, she mentioned, 
are walking and eating. Yeah, that's so true. I would love that as well. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so so what? she even created what? treats that doesn't crush the ingredients uh, in order to allow dogs to chew and sh- uh, savor the taste. I forgot you had a sense of humor. <laughs> no, I was just saying that and I was thinking to myself and I was like, walking and eating. I'm sorry, but I was nah, imagining... I would enjoy that. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to apologize first because I was imagining a big dog uh-huh. with uh, Jay's face on the dog. <laughs> Give me oh, food. that's so nice. Take me out to have a walk. <laughs> I would love that. Someone feeding me and taking me out for a walk. <laughs> I always thought that cats had wonderful lives, but dogs too, it seems. Well, that's truly nutritious dog food, it seems. And anyone who loves their pets would want to feed them such high quality food and treats. And I think that dogs can tell when their food is delicious don't you agree yes yeah hey let's read some comments because we're getting a lot of uh we were getting a lot of comments and i think we have some time to read through them Mm -hmm. so um let's see Uh, there were some comments about the the dogs here uh where did it go oh here's irina says i noticed jeju people are so nice and heartwarming yes and kind too and it seems like a lot of people who live here are you know very close and grounded to the nature maybe that's one of the reasons Mm. why they are able to have a little bit of like a leisure space in their hearts to give to other people yeah and i think it really has to uh the you know being surrounded by nature has all that influence on us as well Uh so right and then uh chris rhodes was saying we're gonna do that at the studio later block jamie and and our camellias know that it's my last day here in the studio it's like uh today's human was uh told that she'd be blocked at the airport Mm. if she came (laughs) right her friends mentioned about that yeah Yeah. that was a really funny part too so we won't let jamie leave (laughs) we'll keep her here oh wow that's like a horror movie (laughs) to put me in a little box and just keep me there for the rest of my life hello are you going to feed me though? <laughs> um, Irina says healthy dog food. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of pet owners here on Jeju Island, mm. first of all. Mm. And I think there are a lot of like uh, boutique shops mm-hmm. that sell like these handmade uh, nutritious food for pets. Mm. So, but I never saw anybody who's doing the farming too. Yes. So, so she's really like doing something very unique. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And difference in her work is that she actually raises the crops that she uses exactly yes, for her um, dog foods and that not she only produces. that but she's also helping these stray dogs right yeah okay and what's this uh k-drama soju with you says one year equals seven years for dogs uh, is that i didn't really know how many years like do they count i guess that then if a dog lived for up to 31 years like that's a lot right? 31 times seven yeah <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's a lot. I mean, us humans don't even live that long, that's right? A, that's very old. Yeah, yes. that's very old if mm. you think about it. Um, oh, Jake says, ah, oh, Jamie's dog impression impersonation. I can do better than that, though. I can do a chihuahua and I can do a big dog. Can you do impersonations of dogs? Oh, wow. I can't believe Jamie's making me do that. Yeah, um, you can do it. Can you do a like a little puppy? <laughs> seriously? Yeah, yes. Seriously. Uh, like a chihuahua. Like Chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> and then a big uh-huh. dog. A big dog? Yeah, St. Bernard. Woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to go to a sub break. Arirang Radio.
Alrighty, let's go back to the show. I was looking at your comments and cracking up, guys. It's so funny. But yeah, we had some fun with Jay. Yes. I'm actually kind of happy that you're here with me on this last day. I get to do all sorts of things with you because I know I'm not going to be here. So you can't really do anything about it. Oh, my uh, thank you for kind of following, though. Mm-hmm. All right. So be, before the we were listening to the song, we were talking about the owner, Jung Gi-hee, yes. who makes dog food and also rescues stray dogs in Jeju. Let's continue and learn more. Yes, so to further grow her current work, uh, she has established a agricultural corporation. And in order to do so, she says she had strict, uh, strict criteria for finding partners. Mm-hmm. And her first criterion was that they had to be farmers. Mm. And the second was that they had to have a profound understanding of life. Uh, she wanted to find someone who had a clear awareness of companion animals. She eventually met someone at the Agricultural Institute uh, she, that, who met her criteria, mm-hmm. and they now run the Agricultural Corporation together, uh, producing dog food. When she met her partner, she mentioned that he suggested not using crops that they don't produce themselves, and she was actually deeply moved by this suggestion. Mm-hmm. So she said she really felt like she had found an honest farming partner uh, mm-hmm. for her. I see. So it seems like uh, good people recognize other good people, which is awesome. So it was their common values that helped them to decide to work together. Yes, that's correct. And both of them are faithfully fulfilling their respective roles. Uh, Honestly, she mentioned that she's more skilled in making dog food than farming. Mm -hmm. So her dream is to provide natural food, not processed dog food for all companion dogs. Uh, In fact, she said processed dog food is primarily made for human convenience only. Mm -hmm. So Charongne Bongbapsang has been operating since 2021. And many dog owners with various stories have come to purchase their products. Also, she mentioned there have been cases where people who had no place to leave their rescued dogs come here and ask for her help as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unfortunate, but despite Jeju Island being ranked as the top tourist destination for traveling with pets, many people abandoned their dogs in Jeju after coming here as well. Yeah, it's sad, mm. I know. And as a result, Jeju, uh, Jeju has gained an unfortunate title as the region with the highest number of stray dogs in Korea. Oh, that's quite serious. So if someone finds a stray dog in Jeju, where should they contact? So unfortunately, according to her, it's challenging to recommend a certain place to contact. Um, animal shelters are usually full because there are so many stray dogs. And in cases where they can't find foster homes or adopters, uh, some dogs are euthanized. So she mentioned that uh, she has a large tangerine field in front of her house, which she has already cleared. Uh, Currently, due to the lack of funds, uh, she hasn't been able to proceed farther. But when she has the opportunity, she wants to turn the space into a healing space for people who raise rescue stray dogs. Okay. And what are some of her dreams that she hopes to achieve in the future? So initially, uh, her only wish was to save even one stray dog. Mm. However, now she says her goal is to reduce the number of the strays. Oh, very Uh, meaningful. mm -hmm. So she is actively promoting and supporting neutering programs. Mm -hmm. Uh, She visits local community leaders to explain these initiatives. And in cases where it's difficult for dogs to be transported, she even provides transportation service herself. Wow, that is amazing. Uh, And she 
emphasizes the importance of following strict adoption procedures, uh-huh. uh, similar to those in countries like Germany. Mm. Uh, also, as many of the dogs are adopted overseas, um, for the foreigners who adopt dogs from Korea, she wishes to send out a message that although most of these dogs haven't received training, uh, she hopes that even if they adopt an untrained dog, they would treat them kindly and give them plenty of love as well. Oh, that is so nice. You know, I also hope that all her wishes come true as she's doing something so meaningful. Mm -hmm. And also, I really like her mentality. She's kind of picking up on what other people do, Mm -hmm. but adding on to it a little bit of what she's been doing and trying to find kind of in between where she can contribute to you know the difficult situations where we're where we're facing here on Jeju Island, I think she's um, doing a great thing at the perfect time. Yes, don't she you is. agree? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm curious to know because we've been asking all of our uh, humans of Jeju uh, guests, like if they have a place that they would like to recommend. Does she have a place that she would like to recommend for our listeners here? So let's listen to where she recommended. 유명하지 않는 동네 오름에 가면. 한적하고 정말 나만 이걸 가지고 있는 느낌이 들거든요. 나만의 공간이거든요. 우리 친구들하고 사련이 숲을 갔는데 막 사람들은 너무 많고 막 유명 유명하니까 그래서 야안 되겠다. 우리 동네 가자라고 우리 동네에 있는 오름을 갔어요. 네, 우리 친구들한테 저 맞았잖아요. 이렇게 좋은 데 놔두고 그 복잡한 데 간다고. 그 제주에 가면 동네마다 마을마다 그런 걸잘 해놨어요. 그러니까. 그 알려지지 않는 오름에 가면 정말 한적하고 느긋하고 다다 즐기고 올수 있을 것 같아. Can you tell us where she says? Yes. So instead of a famous place, uh, she recommended a autumn in a village. Mm-hmm. Uh, once when her friends came to Jeju and they went to Saryeoni Forest, they found it too crowded and returned without exploring it. Mm. So after that, she took her friends to a local autumn instead, mm-hmm. and her friends complained, asking why they didn't ha- uh, why they hadn't come to such a nice place <laughs> in the first place. She has a lot of complaining <laughs> friends, but they're all very nice. Yes. <laughs> so she did share this story, and she recommended the local autumn in her neighborhood. It's called the Taesanbong in Shincheonli. Oh, Taesanbong. Everybody 달산봉. write it down. <laughs> yes. But rather it's Taesanbong or not, uh-huh. uh, she mentioned that she would recommend any quiet autumn in an, any neighborhood around Jeju Island. Okay. And also the good thing about autumns is that you can take your dog there too. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. And they can enjoy going up the mountains and looking down at the sea and watching other people and socializing. I think dogs need to socialize as well. Don't you agree? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to read a comment here from Chris Rhodes, mm. who says, or actually John Hayes first said, I hope Ihori hears about today's human humans. She loves animals. Yes. Yes. And she, and she, she does a lot with the um, rescue. Yeah. Uh, Exactly. Exactly. Also, cats too, right? Yes. It was really cute to see like her mixture of animals that she had uh, with her. And then Chris said, "People get dogs as a cute accessory to dress, to take pictures, or um, for socials, but." fail to understand it's a living creature during covid people got dogs and all i hear are all day that they're them barking oh i see i see yes 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 
Okay, we've got Paulina just joining in right now. Thank you so much for tuning in. And yeah, thank you so much for the introduction of Today's Human as well. You're doing a great job. And as again, uh, I should say, it's my last day with you here in the studio. Aww. Maybe maybe growl. (laughs) (laughs) Your turn. (laughs) I I do that for Jamie. I would do that for Jamie. Yes. Okay, I'm sad to say goodbye, but we'll see you outside the studio. We'll see each other outside. Maybe we'll interview Jamie next time for Humans of Jeju. (laughs) No, no, then then you won't see me in a couple years. (laughs) We'll meet out on the golf course. How about that? Oh, that sounds great too. That's a great idea. (laughs) We'll have to keep in touch. Yes. We'll keep in touch. Well, I hope you enjoyed that segment. If you're curious to find out more about Jeju, we encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com or you can check out our Facebook page at The Wonders of Jeju as well as our Instagram account with the handle at WOJ Arirang. We're going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening here on the island.